Sergeant Stubby was not even two years old when World War I broke out. But age is not a limiting factor for a Boston Terrier from Yale. During the war, Stubby would frequently save his division from mustard gas attacks, warn about incoming artillery, locate wounded soldiers in no man's land, and single-handedly arrested a German spy by biting him in the arse. Welcome to two-thirds focused? I'm Rasmus. Kind of focused. I'm Red. I'm pretty focused. I'm Jan. Oh, good. So to combined, we are nearly two-thirds. That's a good start. That's how we branded ourselves or it's something. Better, better than we usually do. Yeah. <laughs> we usually two need a guest. Time, to... We're not even two-thirds. Yeah, we usually need a guest to reach the quota. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Yep. How are you guys doing? Jan, how was your week? Um, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Okay, that's been... boring. Moving on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, okay. come on. You, no, you, did, you, did, you did the silly again, didn't you? Well, not really. I what, what I did do was being pissed off at work. So there's, there's some. Why? Well, I mean, there were, there's some stuff happening at work. So I decided pretty early in the year that I'm going to do a little bit more about my mental state about it. Good. And so I, after I think Friday started with or stopped with a lot of stress, I uh, started working on Monday again, and it was just more of the same shit, plus not a lot of work that actually, that's actually happening right now. So I decided to take a day off on Tuesday. Yep. And I had the urge of yelling and screaming out in the nature where nobody can hear me. So I mm -hmm. did a hike which was cool. absolutely fantastic, exactly what I needed. But then again, the planning genius that I am, of course, I took a hike that is more for the advanced <laughs> hiker. I think or I feel like one... that refers back to an episode we did not so long ago about not going like balls to the walls, 100%, 120% right away. Yeah. I mean, this it's absolutely <laughs> fine. Like, I mean, even children can walk this one, but usually they do it within five four to five hours. I think it's regularly like for adults, like a four hour hike. We're talking about close to 14 kilometers mm -hmm. and uh, 500 meters of height uh, difference. So oh, it's, it's literally it's you're starting halfway up a hill, then you're like walking up the hill, then you walk along the hill, down through a valley, up the other hill on the other side. So you can look, you can basically see multiple kilometers away where your car is parked. And then you have to walk all the way back, <laughs> like do the descent and climb up again. It was absolutely fantastic. And I did it in about three hours instead of four. And I took breaks. Hmm. And then my knee started hurting <laughs> like one day uh, later. And that was kind of, I think, the oopsie you referred to. Yeah, possibly. because, yeah, I used it for experiments. So I used Voltaren, like pain relieving cream <laughs> on the one and then another cream I had like on the right one to see which would work faster. Yeah, and they, they both didn't do shit. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm it's time that helps. Yeah, no, but other than that, I really enjoyed the walk. And yeah, so more of that. Did you take any pictures? I did take some pictures with my cell phone. The weather was not that good. So I had, well, of course, I was carrying my backpack with the, this time a digital camera with me. Yeah. And I didn't even unpack it because the overcast was so bad that it was just not nice. Like after I finished, when I was driving back with my car, I drove down the hill and that moment the, the clouds ripped open and you see that like sun streaming through the valley and i was just like oh fuck that <laughs> <laughs> at this point it's just mocking you yes exactly but i did shoot some pictures with my cell phone just because the scenery was absolutely wonderful mm -hmm. and there were some really interesting landmarks so some of the old castle ruins that are up there and nice. because it was on a tuesday and i started hiking at nine o'clock in the morning there was no one there like mm -hmm. i did the complete hike without i mean on the hiking trails without seeing a person. Part of the hiking trail goes down to a small town. So of course there were people, but on the hiking trail, there was like no one. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't go trekking in the mountain all by yourself when there's no one over there. It's not, you can really say it's, no, it's not mountains. Mountain. Side was 500 meters elevation. It's basically flat. It's, it's yeah. a mountain frame. It's Germany. So. <laughs> 
but if you if something happens to you mm. you you it, it's gonna be a shitty day because we, we, do, do you have at least uh coverage for your cell phone smartphone oh yeah yeah no i have i, I had full coverage with the cell phone okay, on good. every way like i'm still quite in the middle of civilization you can okay. say Because when like, we go hiking of, around here, there's mm -hmm. plenty of, of, of paths in the yeah. mountain that where you have no courage. So if you go alone and something happened to your knee or to your ankle, you're fucked. Yeah, I know. I would have sit there for probably about two hours and then somebody would have like, okay, okay. come by. Yeah, It's be just careful. because I started at like nine o'clock in the morning. When I got back to the parking lot that is up there, there were already like five or six cars parked. Okay, okay, okay. Just, yeah. just be safe when you go hiking in the mountain like people oh, yeah. are like yeah yeah sea is is scary but mountains are fine no <laughs> i'm more scared of mountain than i am from sea uh, anyway yeah no this is no no risk in that one but i hope what about you guys like what did you do this week good question hold on <laughs> yes uh, now i remember why i don't remember what i did this weekend because i managed on sunday to actually not do anything no Oh, that's the best kind. I, th I think good. it's first time in nearly six months that I actually just played video games all day and nice. not left the apartment and just relaxed. That sounds nice. It, nice. Yeah. It was very unusual. <laughs> yeah. It was good. But what was the video game? Uh, Heroes. Heroes of Might and Magic 3. <laughs> okay. so a very recent video game. The, like, oh, the yeah, last, yeah, yeah. last one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh, within the last three decades. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's basically new. Yeah, I, I stumbled upon a a map on there that I think is fan-made and then got added into the HD version mm -hmm. of the remaster. And it's basically you're playing one of the Greek gods uh, and mm -hmm. you're sailing around the, the Aegean Sea and all the Greek islands and you're encountering like everyone from Sisyphus to Oedipus and Crete and the Minotaur and all of it. Nice. Oh, you're doing like an Odyssey? Uh, no, it, well, you, you're, I, it took me like, so the map is difficult and I was playing at a stupid difficulty. So I had to restart the map quite a few times. And it was on the third restart that I realized that, oh, my city is called Athens. Yep. That makes sense now. Yep. yep and yep. then I look around, it's like, oh, there's people over there. That's the same faction as me. That's Sparta. Yeah. That makes sense now. <laughs> that, that's, that's good. That's yeah, good. And, that you... and, notice well yeah. yeah it took me a little while and i'd spent the entire day just playing that one map trying to win <laughs> did you in the end in the end yeah okay monday after nice. our class <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. nice you were nice. talking about that like i told you that the pc like the ai was cheating on that one uh, if no, you go to cheating on this one this is i mean not a, a stupid stupid difficulty it's just just enough to make it interesting Okay. And they're not cheating. It's just a matter of they start with more resources and they're using slightly more advanced tactics. Yeah. And they're also getting more resources. Like, yes. I think that's the cheating yeah. part on that. Yeah. But yeah. And then I have been spending the week now. No, wait. Hold on. I need to rewind that a bit more. On Friday, Stian came by to workshop and helped me break down all the sheets of plywood that I bought. Mm -hmm. So that I now can build uh, a desk and shelving for the office and also new booths nice. to bring to markets. So I have a whole new system that I'm going to try out at the next one. Cool. That I also have now signed up for, which will be the weekend after Maker Central. Okay. So that's going to be fun. And then I've just been working in the shop now, trying to organize things, make things better and more, and more, more functioning. So I've added shelves to the gas forges where I just had a frame for the new earlier mm -hmm. and started welding up the, the, the base for the desk at the office and all of those silly tiny things that just makes life a lot easier yeah and that apparently i kind of struggle to take the time to do because it doesn't feel productive in the moment but then yeah. also tell myself like no no i actually have the time now to do these things and it will make everything better later on yeah so that's that's my week i've also been sketching a fair bit but we can talk about that later okay how about you red Well, I did pretty much the same as you did, like trying to work on the workshop. I actually bought two background thingy uh, okay. to use to make more nice pictures of 
the things that I want to sell. You know, it's like the it's it's not a top. Yeah, like a photo <laughs> backdrop. Yeah, yeah, but it's not a real one. It's like the cheap thing that I you can buy on a Chinese. Uh, I just why do wanted, you do that to yourself? Because I wanted to give it a try and and see if actually I can use it if it makes the the pictures better and if it helps in any way my productivity or whatever. So bought them, ordered them a few days ago, received them, very disappointed in the fabric because it's not real fabric. So I was mm. expecting some kind of fabric. It's not. Anyway, I had to find some kind of system to set it up in the in the workshop. I'm halfway there. And then after that, I will be able to roll it down and roll it up so it doesn't eat a space in the workshop, but I, I'm still able to, I will still be able to use it to make better pictures. Mm. Hopefully, so I hopefully. did that. Yeah, hopefully, I'm not. I'm not sure it would work, honestly. But if I'm not happy with it, at least I will have done the work in setting up the thing, and I will only have to buy like real fabric, and mm. it will all be ready to for the. Okay, for so, the, so what kind right of one. background is this? Is it a fake fabric background, or is it some more texture thing? It's supposed it's textured because it's textured because it's supposed to absorb the light so you don't have bad reflection and the thing. Mm. But it's not mm. like like the fabric that you can use to to make clothing. It's like wrapping paper or something. So it's it's oh. it's, it's very weird to touch. But I have not tried to use it and and take pictures actually. So I don't know what the results will be. I'm mm. gonna try that this weekend. But anyway, what I take from it, it was like really cheap. It was like 10 bucks for a big, big sheet of that thing. So if it doesn't work in the end, I can just buy regular fabric and, and everything will be already set up. So it, it will be kind of the, the repetition before the, the, the real thing. So it's not wasted time or wasted money, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not. But it kind of is though. But it kind of is. It kind of is. I mean, I, I I really understand like why it is tempting to buy that kind of thing, mm. like anything that comes Excuse off me. of like China Bay. But it is, I I consistently feel like there's never a good value for your money, because like you always either you're disappointed in the quality of it, or you have to do modifications to make it work like you want it to. No, no, not really. I, I, I have plenty of experience with AliExpress, for example, and mm -hmm. everything I bought so far was great. Yep. It was I, I bought tools and and other stuff. They were great. It's actually the first one that is like ah, I thought it would be better because probably mm -hmm. I didn't read the description like correctly. They say I checked afterwards and say it's not fabric. It's it's a some kind of fabric but that was not what i was expecting and my sister being a photographer she has all that kind of background at her home and i know the thing that she she's using is like thick plastic but very very soft and you can roll it and yeah. there is and it's perfect thing for pro photographer so i wanted something similar but very cheap because i'm, I'm again i'm not sure i will use it on a daily basis so i didn't want to spend that much money but it's it's really on me. Some of the the AliExpress, for example, good. I had great experience all the time with them, and it's cheap. So, are you gonna photograph against the wall? I I don't know. I don't know I, yet. How, I have a how I will. really good experiences with the IKEA blackout curtains, like the oh, one the rollers yeah. that you just pull down, hmm. because they have the textile background. That's a good idea, actually. Hmm. So if you're looking for a low-cost variant, if like a lighter color one, I'm not sure mm. if they have them in black. Because I would not start painting it because you can always see if you spray paint it, you see like different like spottiness of it. It's almost impossible to get that right. But um, if you're looking for a light background, you can take just take one of the white yeah. um, rollers. Okay. Good to know. Maybe you're going to try that next time. Yeah. There's dozens different of solutions to do that thing yeah. just to have texture. Yeah, in, in my original idea was to just buy some some kind of white cardboard and and make a box. But if you do that, the problem is that you have to put a lot of light in order mm. to make the box disappear, the wall and the thingy. 
and then it takes space and then if the one day you have a big item that you want to take a picture of the box needs to be bigger and so it's it's, it's all like problems over problems so yeah i'm gonna try that and we'll see all you have to do is take a couple of notes maybe a drawing in your notebook sure 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 i next time that's what i will do maybe and use one of my 25 notebooks that i have in the shop when I need to are, are, write something down. Empty notebooks or full notebooks? Or are oh, you no, one of those yeah. people who just sketches <laughs> in whatever is closest and you all of them have a drawing in them? Yes. You're yes. sick. No, I'm not sick. I'm I'm disorganized. But that, <laughs> apparently it's it's the, the tree of a great mind. <laughs> By who? <laughs> who, t- who told you that? Yeah, your I'm, wife. I'm not sure if you can you can trust her on this. Made that up, but just to not on my own. No, no, but I I have a few notebooks that I don't really use because it's it's a discipline that I don't have, and usually I I grab a piece of paper, post its or whatever. I I write down an idea. Or in my computer or in my phone, there is a lot of stuff that I wrote down in order to not forget. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm more that kind of guy, and I know it's it's bad because if I had the discipline to write everything down in the same place in a notebook and all do my sketches and everything, it would be easier to first remember and that then not lose all the flying paper that I I usually use to write an idea down. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did this week. Again, I had, I took actually one hour to sort out all the papers that I had laying all around the shop with ideas on them and throw away the one that I, I didn't need anymore because I did the thing and just like make a compilation of all of them on one sheet of paper that I'm hoping not to lose <laughs> because of my wife. Uh, it's going to be not good. But what, mm-hmm. what do you do, guys? Do you have a notebook? Do you use it? Yep. I have well, a few notebooks. That's my problem. I yeah, th- that's the same. Like I have plenty of notebooks because they're kind of like giveaways usually to get them. Like I I didn't buy any, but I just have a lot of them. Oh, do you have and the Triton one that they they gave on Mega Central the first year? I don't think so. I don't think that I one? have one of those. Nope. Don't have nope. that one? Nope. But uh, I have one that looks really similar, like nice, almost like leather bound, small one. Mm-hmm. I the thing is, I have not really used notebooks in the past for the sake of taking notes mm-hmm. because I always thought I have my cell phone. Mm-hmm. I have learned now that my, I wouldn't call it ADHD, but my ability to concentrate on something while pulling up my cell phone to do an actual note mm-hmm. is shit. <laughs> if I want to take a note because I remember something, and I see that I have a message, which always happens, like there's a WhatsApp message, an Instagram notification, anything. Mm-hmm. My concentration is gone that second, and I click the message and forgot what I wanted to do. I close mm-hmm. the cell phone afterwards and put it in my back pocket, and I'm like, so why did I pull out my cell phone? Well, I don't know. And I continue. Mm-hmm. So this is, is really dangerous for me to take notes on my cell phone because it might just never happen. The second reason why I just now about yesterday i believe yeah yesterday i took a notebook and put it in my sling bag so i just have it always with me because i carry that sling bag basically everywhere now Mm -hmm. i'm going to do the same with the backpack that i use is when i went hiking and this is nice that you asked russ because of the camera or brett did you ask if i took the camera with me and the thing is is yes i had the camera with me but the light was not good enough to take in pictures there was however two instances where I took a short break and sitting on one of the benches and I found something that was noteworthy. I I, I had the itch of uh, drawing it, which I didn't have in a long time, but it's just like having time for me, having all the time in the world, sitting down, looking around. There were like a couple interesting trees. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, just like... Just to point it out, like if yeah. an itch persists like that, you probably should go see a doctor. Yeah, yeah. For fuck's sake, Raz. Are you proud of yourself, Raz? Yeah. Are you? You've been basically waiting for that one to happen. Oh, oh you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You, you seem like taking a marker and just crossing something big off a whiteboard in the background. No, from his notebook. Yeah. Actually. 
No, so I wanted to draw. I wanted to draw. I think it was a tree, and the other one was part of a ruin, mm -hmm. just to scribble a little bit because I, th I found it really interesting. And maybe for later reference, come back with a camera and like photograph it when the lighting was better. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a pen or a notebook with me, and that actually bothered me <laughs> so much that I, when I got home, I like went through that pile and found a couple of notebooks and just started placing them in packages or bags that I usually take with me. So that was my thought after that. How about you guys? I have come to the realization that I have too few notebooks, too few places mm -hmm. because I have written through, I mean, and I, I don't actually mean notebooks, I mean sketchbooks. That's mm -hmm. kind of my thing now. Because Not the same? I, I mean, in my mind, they kind of are. It's yeah but the big thing for me is to have the ability to sketch some or to put something down on paper and then actually tear the page out and keep it mm. apart from everything else so that if it catches fire i don't burn the whole notebook up mm -hmm. which happens more often than you think yeah. <laughs> in my line of work <laughs> yeah yeah but i i have i don't even know I, I the problem now is i only know where one of my notebooks that is mostly empty are and that's in my backpack so I carry that with me back and forth to the forge every single day so that I know I have sheets of paper I can sketch upon no matter where I, where I am. Or to light the forge. No, we have gas for that, like the torture thing. Mm. Also, yes, but no. But I, I then end up with just the one, and I'm super frustrated with the fact that, oh, I'm sitting at the computer, I want to sketch something, and I need to get up and go get the notebook. Or I'm in the forge and I want to sketch something. I was like, I need to go get the mm. notebook. Or even worse is if I am traveling with my Leo bag and I want to sketch something and I don't have a notebook in that bag. And then I need to remember to move this one notebook that I still have and just put that in all the different places as well, I'm moving. And I don't it... like that. I want to have a notebook for every single place. I understand. But isn't that the, the purpose of having one notebook being carried everywhere you go so you can write down whatever idea you have or design whatever plan you have in a and perfect world yeah and therefore accept the idea that you have to to go fetch your bag to use the thing if you have two notebooks one is in your bag you carry it to the forge every single day and one is next to your computer when you are at the forge and you need the sketch that you have in the other notebook, notebook next to your computer, you what's the point? Okay, that yeah, is a valid place. argument. <laughs> but I have a scanner, I have a copy machine, and I have a cell phone, so I can take pictures of the thing. Sketching for me is work isn't is a part of working on an idea and turning it on and on this way to turning it into something concrete, something tangible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So sketching for me is just taking something in my mind and putting it down to paper so that I know where I'm at. I actually posted about this early this week as well. Like I was looking for, like thinking about a railing or a fence design that mm -hmm. I have a vague feeling that I saw someone else post something similar about it a while back and I couldn't find it. So I was, okay, so I was like, okay, let me sketch this down. And I was going through like three, four pages, just trying to get the vague shape of things down on paper so that I know a starting point. Mm -hmm. I still don't like it, but I got enough of it down on paper that I feel confident that I can take this and turn it into something better. Yeah. Now I don't need to go around and trying to remember that idea anymore because I have it in a sheet of paper. I have Unless piles, you lose it or burn I have it. Piles of notebooks and, and papers like with just ideas that... I just want to keep in one place so that when I need inspiration, I can just leaf through that. Mm -hmm. Having to remember all of them all the time. Like my mm -hmm. problem isn't that I need to capture every single idea. My problem is that I have so many ideas, I need to get some of them out of my head. Look at him bra bragging, bragging about how many ideas he have now. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. But wouldn't that be easier if, as me, or like I don't have, but if you had as I want to have the discipline to just write down everything in one single notebook. Uh, that, 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 that's my question. Why, but why? If you're looking for, I mean, other than the fact that, so you have the information you wrote beforehand or in a different place with you, because um, 
from a rom like romanticizing standpoint, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Especially if later on you flip through the notebook like a year later and you can follow your ideas and your drawings and everything you've seen. Mm. But usually it's to get an information at that moment and write it down. Yeah, yeah, so I get for that. For me, the reason for a notebook would be I'm lazy. I don't like writing things down by hand. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, don't don't like it. So for me, an idea has to be good enough to actually put out the notebook and write it down. So this is already like in, oh, is that idea really good or is it something worthwhile or do I really want to do the uh, drawing? No. So we have the exact opposite approach. I want to sketch everything down so I can get it out of my head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then those ideas I think are really, really good. I will keep on remembering or they will speak to me when I go well, back and look for them. I, I do the same thing if I get ideas, but are they good enough? To get them on paper. It's like, not I'm, for you I to judge, that. Jan. Yeah. Do you realize? <laughs> oh yes. No, no, no. Do you realize how many ideas you have judged to be not good enough to be written down over the time? And if if you would just write them down and and show the note to someone, they would. Oh, that's great. I I want you to do that because that seems to me like a fucking brilliant idea. You are judging your idea. You can't. The, my point is, you can't <laughs> judge the idea you have. Oh, I can. When, when, when you have it, y yeah. And the, and that's that, that's that that's why I'm I'm so worked up at you at the moment because it, I don't think it's a great idea for yourself. <laughs> I I you, I you don't know my threshold of stupid ideas I'm willing to write down. <laughs> I, I can, we, we I can guess. I can guess. Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's if it's as many as I have, I can guess. No, but you are too harsh on yourself and on your ideas. I think you have yeah. great ideas, and if you are too harsh on on yourself, you will just pass I, by I some great projects. Yeah, but I have to do some pre-sorting. I have so much stuff that goes through my mind like all the time that it's just so, if I write everything down, I'm like later on, I'm going crazy just flipping through that damn notebook. So let's, for, for the good people on Patreon, patreon.com slash two-thirds focused, this, this is, I have a corkboard of post-it notes of just sketches of concepts that I have had not even hung up on the wall since I've moved because the corkboard is full and I haven't had the time to go back and look at this and think like, oh, which one of these do I want to make into something? One of them sees like looks like a stick figure that does something that needs to be blurred out. Oh, that, that, that that's this one. <laughs> I don't have a, a corkboard, but I have I have plenty of notes of ideas, and they are all over my desk. And once in a while, when I'm out of ideas or out of project, or I'm searching for inspiration, or I want to check something, I just go through all of them and. I'm doing that because I know that it helps me focus on the idea itself. And also, like, ironically enough, just sorry, just, I just want to interrupt. Yeah, go on, go on. A, a notebook fell out when I pulled out the corkboard. Of so course. I found, I found the notebook that I was missing. <laughs> Good. My, my point is that whenever I have an idea about doing something, I just write, it's usually it's two words. It's this. I want to do this. I have this idea. And it enables me to get it out of my head in order to not forget it the next mm -hmm. day. Like if you sleep over and, and you're like, what was the brilliant idea that I had yesterday? I can't remember. It's, it's on a piece of paper on my desk. Now I can remember it. And then I start sketching. Usually I, I don't sketch by hand anymore because it's just not fast enough and it's boring and I'm, I'm not as good as I would like to be so usually quick sketch on illustrator so red red yeah. no one none of us are as good as we would like to be no sure but i used to draw a lot when i was in in high school and and middle school and i was pretty good at it and i completely stopped after that and now every time that i sketch something silly, I go, ah, it's, silly, silly, silly. it sucks it fucking sucks it's... so anyway i don't sketch anymore by hand i should but i don't you should uh, yeah, I should. And I, it, I know it's just training and it should come back and everything. But yeah, but the time again. But sometimes I have the same idea twice, months apart. So having something written down and finding the same idea months apart is just a way for me to confirm that the idea is not that bad. 
if I'm yeah. still if it's still in the back of my head, if it's still like shouting at me, try this, do me, make me, just give it a try. Six months after having this idea for the first time, I have to do it. I have to get it out of my system because I don't really. I'm I'm a bit like yeah, and I don't trust my ideas uh, that that often. I'm like yeah, it could be nice to do that, but and immediately after I'm like no, no, that's a shitty idea. It's gonna take so much time. It's gonna cost a lot of money. Somebody probably already did it, and the other guy probably did it way better than I will ever do it. So, but that's that's not a good metric to go by either. No, sure, I know. If if I may hijack a little bit, on on the whole note of judging your own ideas, yeah. What is creativity? Dan, that one is for you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's it's difficult because creative can be multiple things. I respect people, or I envy people that can come up with something completely new. I usually always look for improvement. Being being it functional, being it just fun. Like I like to take something existing and build upon that. Let's mm -hmm. put it that way. Yeah. That's more my kind of creativity. That's fine. To me, creativity is the just the ability of create to create something. It's mm -hmm. it, 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 it can be creating upon an idea that someone had before you just because you you change something you adapt something you improve something you are creative it's it's not because let's say half of the work was previously done by someone else that the 50 percent that you add to the project is not yours and is not creativity mm -hmm. You can also start from zero and have a stupid idea of doing something and this stupid idea turns out to be very good and, and everybody applauds and say, yeah, that's fucking brilliant. That's also creativity. It can be so much stuff. It's just, the, to me, it's just the capacity of making something, whether it exists or not before, but in your own way. Yeah. And also I would strongly suggest that creativity is not about making a physical project mm -hmm. but it can also be an idea yeah i i would go as vague or maybe as basic and say that creativity is the ability to take something known and do something new with it why known because like i mean by all means you can invent something out of whole class completely mm -hmm. absolutely new revolutionary thing yeah but it kind of it it needs to come from something else anyway even if there's like 15 small adhd rabbit hole leaps in between the initial thought and where you end up mm -hmm. there's a link going through here yeah so every, anything comes from something anyway do you agree yeah kind of I mean, like, I can't really make an argument against it at the moment. It really depends what you, what you, what you. No, no, so, sorry, we don't need to go further down that route about the creativity. Okay. My point is more of, like, uh, what a shame! I had so much stuff to say. <laughs> no, no, you're French. You don't have much to say. Uh, yeah, you yeah, you yeah, just yeah. say the same thing over and over again. No, 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 no. Your car broken, threads old, <laughs> something, something. Threads old is from you. You are saying that all the time. <laughs> If my car breaks, it breaks. I have to fix it. That's not my fault. Uh, you ask. You ask how how my week was. <laughs> like hundred and how many times now? So that's on you too. Fine, fine. I'll I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. But uh, creativity for me is almost it's partly a muscle and partly a force of nature. And to me, it feels like. If you are not exercising creativity, you have no right to do something creative. This is something I instill upon myself, not something like everybody should live by. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the reason why I want to sketch down everything I come up with. To get it out of my head and onto the real world. So that there is 
at least a path started for this idea to become reality. I kind of agree with you. My the, the only thing I don't agree with is so I force myself to sketch everything down. No, it's not about the force. It's just I want to have, I want to live a life where I can do that as easily as possible. Yeah. Okay. I I still allow myself to have an idea, to not sketch it, to not write it down, but still make the thing, and call myself creative about that. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. By all means, I'm not Absolutely. saying sketching necessary for you to be creative mm. I'm, I'm just trying to do a vague attempt at tying things back to notebooks <laughs> okay, okay. no but yeah yeah no i agree with you the, the the thing is that what's different with creative what's the difference between science and creativity i don't think there is well no i don't think there is in my opinion, science is very structural. You have to have a discipline and you have to write everything down. Every step, every result, every process is written down. So you can compare, progress, and everything. Mm. Creativity, you don't need to do that. You just you can also follow your guts at some point. Yeah. Even if you don't write everything down, and if the the end result is not exactly the same as your first sketch of your first idea. That's fine. But both disciplines are equally benefiting from the fact of taking good notes and writing things down in a concise manner as you go along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's also how we perceive science. I mean, literally, I knew people that studied scientific jobs or like went into science with, like, well, follow the science part. And one of the dudes just told me, like, bluntly, dude, sometimes we're just poking stuff with sticks. Yeah. And see what happens. Like, that's also science. Mm-hmm. There's not really exactly. structure in any case. But it, but that. but they write down, we poked it with a stick, and that happened. You, you write it down. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, <laughs> but having the idea of poking it with a stick, that's creativity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is why, why I, I said it's, like it's really blurry where those two things intertwine. Yeah, yeah. To, to me, the limit is how much you write down. If you write everything down, it's science. You are developing the science of blacksmithing by re- writing everything down. I take that piece of steel, I hit it for that long, it turns that color, I hit it that many times, it goes cold. And when I do the tempering and everything, hey, it breaks, okay, that fucked up. So I can review my process, change it, improve it, and, and reach my goal. Yeah, and if you do enough drawings with it, then you end up doing engineering. Or a book that is long <laughs> overdue. Oh, wink, wink. <laughs> exactly. About talking about that, like filling a notebook. Is there? Do you guys share that that kind of this romanticizing image of the filled notebook? Like, no, who doesn't yeah. know it? Like Indiana Jones, you see that leather-bound book yeah. with extra letters like stuffed into the side, Absolutely. bound to it bursting i love that as a kid like that was yeah. for me one of the first reasons i wanted a notebook and i wrote a lot of shit into it was just so i could have one of those well-worn notebooks that's yeah. been everywhere and filled with all the information but in order to have that you need only one notebook mm. and discipline to write it to write in it like Oh, just Everything. just because they show only one of those notebooks in Indiana Jones doesn't mean that he has like twenty of them no, running around. He says it. It's my my father's book. Not he. Was, he says it so yeah. many times. So where is his? He doesn't have one because he's finishing <laughs> his his dad's. Indy stole it. That's the whole point. Yeah. No, I I I see what you mean, I, and I really agree with you because I have this fantasy since I am a kid. I've I've been mesmerized by mm. those movies those notebooks with everything, all the knowledge in the world inside of it. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have one of those and to put like notes and cut paper, like the code in, in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like they mm-hmm. talk about the pirate's code, like it's, nah, it's more or less like a guide. And then they show the book and the book is yeah. huge. And there's bits and bits of pieces of paper added to the actual pages. Mm-hmm. Because it's never finished. It's always, it's a work in process. Yeah. Same thing with all the knowledge that we have. I would love to have one of those notebooks where I write down everything that I know about 
I don't know, blacksmithing, leatherworking or woodworking. And, and then one day I can give it to my son and say, hey, here's everything that I know. Yep, go on if you want to try it, read it. But I don't have the discipline to do so. No, but I, for me, that's a bit overly romanticized. Why? It, because, well, one thing is, I know I wouldn't be able to do that in a, such a good and consistent way that it would become that thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to. No, but also the way I want to use it is that, again, because blacksmithing and fire, mm-hmm. I want to keep that notebook kind of safe and only bring the drawing with me I, I need for the day. So I want a notebook where I can tear out the pages and bring that one. I can copy it and keep it safe for something like it. Can I ruin your day? You can you already do. Yeah, I know. Even, even more. You can sketch in your notebook. And as you said, you have a scanner and a printer. So you can print, scan and print the page of your scan and bring that printed page to the forge. So your notebook is still safe and you still have the drawing that you needed. Oh, that's I could like, do that if I had like, the discipline of like only doing the sketches at home and plan and not be like, oh, I need to sketch this in the forge now because I have an idea. Or I'm talking to a client. I just need to put something down to give a concept. If the notebook is the same size, you can basically do that, rip out the page and just glue it into the one that you have at home. That's true as well. But that's no, the whole point of the book. Like that, that. that gives those extra papers <laughs> that look so cool when you put the binding of, like around it. <laughs> that, that's exactly the purpose of a notebook as you said if you only have to sketch at home it, it's useless so the notebook the purpose of a notebook is to write down stuff when you are not at home mm-hmm. when you are even not in the workshop you can be in the bus you can be waiting at the dentist or whatever and still have your thing that's why i have a very small notebook it's the size of my cell phone in my jacket all the time but I never use it because it's too small for me to draw stuff in it. But also, why why do you actually need to why do you need to write things down? Like as I said, for me, it is the fact I, I want to get this idea out of my head. Yeah, I don't. Usually, so, it, 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 usually no, it's not to forget. Idea of person, you want all of that in one one place. Oh, okay. So if you're going that route of like legacy and knowledge, writing down stuff. I could do that, but I, that's not the plan. That's not the idea that I have. And in order to do that, you have to decide that your notebook is going to be your Bible. It's going to be the, your legacy and something yeah. that you will pass on. So you are creating an, an encyclopedia of your own knowledge about something. And that requires discipline. And that requires you to use the the, the same notebook all the time in yeah. order to accumulate that one knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, mean, that's one thing. But that's if I write down... Doing. That's what I'm doing. I yeah, just want me neither. fucking ideas out of my head. Yeah, me neither. But I well, this also... is why you're using Notion. You're kind of doing that in a digital way. Yeah. To answer your, your, your question was, I allow myself to not write everything down, though. Mm-hmm. Because that's also a way for me to evaluate the quality of an idea. As I said, if you write down an idea in January and in June you have the same idea and you realize because you have two post-it with the same idea written on it and next to each other, I say, oh, I had this idea twice, so it must be good. But if your idea, to me, the way I work in my head or function in my head is if I remember that idea tomorrow, it's worth doing. Mm-hmm. If I don't, uh, it, was, it was like some kind of delirium at the moment or something. So, so I, I, I don't really care. Okay. If I might take the conversation a little bit further then. Do it. Product development. Oh, that's a different story. Well, that's that mm-hmm. is my life. That is basically nearly all I'm doing. Y- yeah, yeah, sure. So I want to be able to sit down and go like, okay, I want like five different designs for a f- for fencing. That mm-hmm. is distinctly different enough that I can show them to a client, mm-hmm. and they will pick the one that speaks the most to them, and it will be distinct from the others. Like there's there's always refinement of going like what is the specific proportions mm-hmm. and spacing and detail work that will make this one the one I like. Yeah. But as a concept, like, oh, do I want this to look like an overgrown hedge just in metal? Or should it just be a minimalistic barrier between us and them? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is that you can 
in in your line of work, you can show a drawing to a client, and it's they are able that. to picture that the 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 product in their head and agree on the design and order it mm. from you or not. Mm-hmm. When you do work with leather, as I do, let's say I want to make bracers. I want to make and sell bracers. Bracelets. No, no, bracers, like the the, oh, the thing, Vambrace. Uh, okay. Vambrace, one guard, yeah. whatever you, you call it, bracers is also Army beat with leather to not get hurt. Yeah. Mm. If I if I only sell a sketch, I will find no one to buy it. I have to create the thing and post a picture of my on my website in order to be able to sell the thing. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a sketch is not enough for the client to realize the size, the shape. Because also it's a three-dimensional object, my opposition to just a rail or whatever. And the way the leather reacts is also different than steel, that if you, if you repeat the process with steel, you will, you're likely to have the same results. Whereas if you use certain type of leather, the, the result is not guaranteed because the amount of the moisture in the leather, the amount of oil in the leather is it's not the same. It's organic. Yeah, yeah. It, it will change. But mm-hmm. to, just to throw that in red, you said like a drawing wouldn't like help to, to, to sell the product or to the mm-hmm. bracer. But if you have a bracer made and a, someone comes up to you and asks you for like, oh, I like really like the bracer, but I would like to have the style a little bit different. And you says like, oh, wait, and you pull out your notebook and you go back. I have a couple of designs I had in mind. Mm-hmm. And then you have those designs that you came up with and you can show them and just help narrowing it down. Like this is yeah. something that helps. Like you don't have to draw something new, but you actually already put your thoughts down. It's like, oh, what you're talking about actually already came across that or already thought of that. Absolutely. So in that case, it can help. This yeah, is yeah. if you're just talking about minor variation. I mean, if if you're saying like, oh, here's like like you like the the treasure trade you gave me years back mm-hmm. of Bodomir's Vambrace from Lord's Rings. It's like, yeah, that's his specific ones. If mm-hmm. someone wanted the Tower Guard Vambrace, mm-hmm. or if they wanted the Ethelian Ranger Vambrace, like you only need to make the one and then say, here's the sketch variations of the same. Mm-hmm. Different exactly. logos, different what I was going on. This, yeah, this also something different by writing down the ideas that you have in a notebook. I started doing, like I did it in the past with the, my making projects for fun. I was sitting down and it's like, oh, what is stuff I could make? I found that book after not holding it in my hand for over like the last one and a half years. And I flipped through the pages. And that brings me to the, what we talked about last week, the comparison. Mm-hmm. It's like, was, where was my mindset at that point? Because it is kind of like a time travel going back, looking at some of them. I, I'm looking at some of the sketches and I'm going like, what the fuck did I think when I draw that thing? Oh, that happens a lot to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's also quite fun. And then there's stuff I wrote down I completely forgotten about. And thankfully, I made notes when I started with epoxy resin and the casting, all the mistakes, I wrote those down. Yeah. And I have not, I mean, I have, done a little bit of epoxy resin but not really to a certain degree mm-hmm. like I'm, lately i just i've not dove down that rabbit hole but holding that book the other day and going through it and flipping through the pages there was some stuff that i definitely had forgotten and a mistake i would do again so mm-hmm. i was really happy that i read up on it and this is one of the reasons why i'm starting again that's good that's good i used to do that when i was Again, younger with more time and more discipline, probably. Every time I went to martial art practice, mm-hmm. coming back home, I took 30 minutes to write down everything that we did and, mm. and all the techniques in order to not forget. I still have the thing here. And, and I don't know why I stopped doing that. I could have done that for leather, like this kind of leather reacts this way to that kind of dye or whatever. I, I still do it. I don't write it down, but I keep the results, the, the pieces. And in the back, on the back of the leather, mm. it I write down what I used as a product and to see, yeah. to mm-hmm. just, just to not forget it. So it, I guess it's kind of a notebook as well. Yeah. All these pieces of leather compiled together is kind of my notebook for work. I've been meaning but to do that with steel, actually. Yeah. To take 
just strips of flat bar mm-hmm. and do like this whole scheme thing of it like okay here's like raw steel here's with renaissance wax here's yeah. with beeswax linseed oil the wax i make mm-hmm. and things like that and just have that catalog of finishes yeah. and then also the surface of it like here's polished here's rough ground here's i don't know partly rusty here's scaled up here's forged with texture and have like this whole board of it just to have some reference of saying like this is what it will, could look like if mm-hmm. we do this kind of finish I think that's a great thing to have hanging on a wall in your shop because if one client visits you to order something, you can just show the client. I actually want it in like a, a box. Yeah, like but on, make two. Like all like a catalog box kind of. Yeah, yeah. Really one that can, you can travel with and to show clients or, or customers and, and one a little bit bigger to have a better idea of, of what it is on, on mm-hmm. one of your wall. It can be great. It takes time to create and that's that's... Yeah. I think why people don't do that uh, that often. It also takes a bit of time to plan out. And th- this is actually one of those ideas I have started on a couple of times mm. and then realized like, oh no, I fucked up. I missed a step. I should have had these as well. Or yeah. maybe I started with the wrong stock so I couldn't show off enough of the texture in a good way and things like that. Mm. So that's something I'm hoping to do again, again, again at some point. Yeah, But I need to plan out a bit more actually the different types of surfaces I want it to have. Yeah. And the different finishes and yeah, all of the things. Yeah. And do you do that with photography? Do you write down like the aperture, the expo- exposure of every picture that uh, not every, maybe not every picture, but every wall that you you use? I do it if I have a new camera and I have more than one roll. Yeah. If I shoot with expired film, there's really no sense in doing it mm. because that's always like a surprise package. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes, especially to medium format, my GX680 that I have with the six by eight, like big negatives, that that's the one where I really dial it in. I now have enough, ex- enough experience to know how film kind of behaves, but yeah. there's still a lot of the settings I, I write down, especially if I do night photography. Yeah. for exposures and so stuff like that. Tricky. If I fuck up that I know the next time how to do it, yeah. Yeah. So just that, that one is absolutely necessary. And I got, I believe in the beginning, I used an app for it where you can mm-hmm. put the data in, but mm-hmm. I found that so distracting at night that I just, yeah, I'm, I'm using a notebook for that. Here you go. That's it. That's, that's, that's the apps. That's why people don't use notebooks anymore because apps... A little bit, probably. I don't. I don't like apps. I don't know if it's because I'm old-fashioned, but I kind of like having paper to flip through it and read up. Yes, on it. yes, and and because it's time just the amount down. of apps. It's just it's too. It's it's becoming too much. I can see that now. I have to scroll like three pages in my cell phone, and it's driving me insane. So mm-hmm. I'm now actually creating folders where I dump apps in that I don't use for a long time or. And it's all productivity. Like I don't have any games on my phone. I I hate mobile gaming. This is why I don't use. It Do you have the... a diary or or a, a paper schedule like this agenda? Do you have that kind of stuff? I have apps that can be used for it. Like I, I'm pretty sure. Like from Apple, I mainly use Notes in the past. Okay. And then I have some of the Snapseed and other stuff for like the, the pictures, but I think one of them can also do drawings. But yeah, no, I do. I seldom do drawings on my cell phone. Yeah, but not an app, like paper thingy. Like when you have a, an appointment with a client or whatever you have to do during the week, do you write it down on, on a piece of paper on your no. weekly schedule? You don't? No, no, no. Dates, I do not because that is cloud-based. I have it on my computer and so I have it on my cell phone, okay. but I do have a work cell phone. Okay. So I separate private phone and work phone. Okay. Yes, do you have one? I do, but I, I I have one I use for Japanese that I wrote down kanjis in. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, when I pretend to do homework, that is. Good. I can <laughs> read. I think what you ask is if I do drawings at the customer, what I do with it. No, no, no. I, I was I was wondering how you organize your week. Because oh yeah no I do that over over mainly Outlook and our CRM system okay but what I also do is like when I'm at the customer and I do like my report and I go over the project with him mm. I usually do that on a piece of paper okay 
even if I have my notebook with me, I can show him like the technical drawings and everything that we have over the projector, but I go over him with a, a piece of paper. And after that, I make a, a picture mm. with my iPhone Okay. and I send it to my work address. And the reason for that is that I, well, first of all, I have it on my computer at work as soon as I'm back at the place or the, on my notebook. But the second one, and just more importantly, I have a function that I can do, which automatically archives the email to that customer in my CRM system. Okay. So I have all the data collected in one place. So if it later comes up, that's basically the same as a notebook. I put in the customer and mm. I see every email that is with the pictures in it that has been basically sorted to that customer. See, that's interesting how you make the difference between work, which is very automated and and digital, and mm -hmm. your personal life, which is which is a little more, as you said, like like romantic or old fashioned, like with paper and pen, and you write down. I I started again in January to use my my agenda. It's a mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's your old calendar thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's something that my wife bought me like years ago. It's still brand new because it was so precious to me that I never used it. Oh, not not that much. I used it a little bit, but not that much. And I started using it again in January and writing down every appointment that I have, everything that happens in the week, every phone number that I have of people that are some of some value to me. Sounded better in my head, <laughs> but I can also sketch down projects and stuff. So I, mm -hmm. I, this what you said, Jan, with the the feel of the paper of of using an actual pen to write something that instead of using an app or using a computer, mm -hmm. I think this focus that you have, you need to have in order to write your idea or or draw your sketch properly, so you can look back at it in a few days, in a few months and still understand it and still go back to this, the idea that you had at that moment. Mm -hmm. That it, I, I wouldn't call that discipline because discipline, it would just be the fact of actually writing it down or, or drawing. But the, the sen sensuality of yeah. using paper and pen. Mm -hmm. Sensation maybe. No, no, no. The like the Sen really sensuality, sensuality. Like yeah, the, like it, it's it, it's it's sensual. Like the touch <laughs> of the paper and the, having a great pain pen. You do sensual stuff very different in France. Yeah, we we yes we do. Yes, <laughs> yes we do. Um, but I think it helps you to focus enough in order to to be true to your idea and to not betray it. Like yeah. if you have, you have if you have an idea and you're using an Apple computer, I say, hey, I want to do this tomorrow, and that's fine. If you're using a piece of paper and a pen, the way you will write it down can also express your feelings toward the thing. Mm -hmm. Dentist appointment. Yeah, fuck off. I don't want to do that. Going to dance with that lady, you would not write it down the same way. Mm -hmm. You will take the time and you will, as you write it down, you will imagine what it will be like to do the thing and if it's positive to you and it's enjoyable to you 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 will already like kind of feel there so i think it's the same thing for an idea and for a project or whatever it is if you take the time to write it down and to write it down properly or to sketch it down properly half the job is already done because the idea it when you will look back at it you will stay true to your the idea, the original idea that you had, and it will it will make the realization of your idea way easier and quicker. I think. Mm -hmm. And that's something to focus on. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> maybe. 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 Yeah. Let me write that down first. <laughs> well done. Can I start? Yes. Of course. Thank you. I found completely randomly a guy that, so I'm on TikTok, but he also has a YouTube channel, uh, as in posted on the YouTube channel for at least nine months or something and very few videos, but he's quite kind of active on TikTok. It's called Miss US and the guy is, is it's the world that I like. It's like medieval stuff, weird 
weapons and decoration and things metal most of the time but also like wood but medieval stuff and leather the first first time i saw one of its video it was like tiktok it was for and forged iron crown and it shows all the process and it's really cool but it also has braided uh crown absolutely mm-hmm. work i like it i i just like what it does so have a look and if you if you like it click the follow button and give him some love miscreation miscreations uh, nice. we'll, put, we'll put the link on yep. yes should i go next please do short story to that on tuesday when i went hiking i also went to the movies in the evening with a friend of mine it was his 40th birthday and he invited us for sushi and then he wanted to watch a movie with his buddies so we did that and i am focusing on that movie in the movie theaters which all over germany is playing at the moment Mm -hmm. i'm saying all over germany because it's actually they're replaying classic movies and we watched the fifth element Oh, and we were laughing through the whole movie. First of all, because most of us like we know each other since I don't know how many years, Mm -hmm. so we probably seen the movie together when it came out. I mean, that movie is from 1996. Yeah, 97. I thought it was 96 released, but IMDb is 97. Still old enough. Yes, (laughs) Bruce Willis still had hair. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's actually kind of freaky. Kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of here. Yeah. That's the correct phrase. <laughs> and it is just, it is the movie is at one point. It's so nineties, like typical action movie, but there's still so glorious, funny scenes in it. Mm. Yeah, I, I I loved every second of it. So my focus is on that, and it also put me down the the path of that I'm gonna watch a lot more of those older movies. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Well done. Guys? My little thing is... Multipass. <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> uh, guess what language I'm speaking. Oh. Which... I've, I've, I've always wondered. I, I know it's made of words, <laughs> but I, I don't shut know. Up. No, different thing. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a YouTube channel called Cut uh, that has... Two years ago, something they had someone in who studied like international music, so he ended up listening to like a shit ton of music in specific languages. Mm-hmm. And because of his studies with all of that, and then later teaching that sub- subject, mm-hmm. he ended up with a really, really good head for recognizing languages that people are speaking. Okay, so someone put him to the test. Okay, sorry, and then now, two years after that first video, they did it again. Nice. And they have more or less random people languages walking up to him and they talk to him and he has to ask like questions like, okay, can you say, can you count to one to ten? Then it's going like, ah, so the way you pronounce two, mm-hmm. that's very specific, I know, to this part of India or whatever. Wow. And it, it's a few other people that also are in this video I'm going to be linking. But yeah. I just find it really, really fascinating how, like, especially the guy called Matthew is able to suss out and sort of decipher where the language is from by how they pronounce things, the number, like, the, I should say, the rhythm of it, if it's a tonal language and all of those things. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it tickles my brain. I find that language I... is really fun. And especially yeah. seeing someone that's just, like, trying to decipher what language this is by putting it into boxes and saying, like, eh, it sounds like maybe this. Sounds like maybe this. Or every once in a while, he's going like, no, no, how you say hello? I recognize that from this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is by this really obscure band that nobody knows. It's <laughs> cool. So, yeah. yeah. Guess what I'm language I'm speaking. Nice. Cool. Any other Teddy bits? Nope. Yeah, but it's another, about another podcast and it's been driving me insane. Fools for Tools? Mm-hmm. I mean, they released one, so by the time people hearing that, it's the, the episode before that, I believe. They were talking about batteries and making some jokes about like double A batteries and stuff like that. I listened to that while I was hiking, like catching up on the podcast. 
it's not called double A batteries or triple A batteries or D batteries. There's only one, like everybody who's been, I, I don't know, born before 95 knows those batteries as Game Boy batteries, <laughs> Game Boy pocket batteries, <laughs> or the D batteries for the really old ones are the yeah. uh, boombox batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and right. those are the right. correct descriptions for those. So, uh, for the people that listen to both of them, it's like, yeah. yep, it's a, it was a good I can't argue with that. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Dan. Yeah. That was driving me insane. Like, I've been that's been going through my head since that walk. I should probably write that down. <clears throat> maybe, maybe nice. And if you want to help us take notes, you can do that at two thirds focused on any of the mostly social places, especially patreon.com, where we do read all of the notes you leave us. Yes. Yeah. And, and you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and Lewinsmed.no. And you can find me at the Red Smith or Red Smith everywhere on the internet, most specifically at the redsmith.com. And you can find me at Jan underline Maxwell or Nerd Inventor on Instagram or YouTube. Wonderful. Thank you for listening. Have a good week. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.